As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. 136 left in regulation. Ovechkin feet. Drive. That's a sizzler that goes high. Washington, 20 more seconds to operate on the man advantage. Move it down low. Centering pass. Score! Point blank. Nicholas Backstrom. That was wildly entertaining. The Caps rallied from a 4-1 first period deficit. They pulled Braden Holtby. They storm all the way back twice and tie the game. But they fall in a shootout to the Florida Panthers who get their first win of the season. Final score 6-5. This is the Capitals Talk podcast for Saturday. Rob Carlin, Alan May, Ryan Billiard, pre- and post-game show producer, joins us as well. I mean, I guess you give the Caps credit, Alan, for fighting back a couple of different times. Whatever was said or done, which was line changes and a goalie change after the first period worked. But all in all, they're still searching for their first two-game win streak. They certainly are. And you have to hate the way that they came out in the first period. They definitely weren't ready to play. And we've seen that in a few periods, but it's hard to harp on them at this point. But you look at what they're going through, they finally shuffle up the lines. It's something I thought that needed to be done, not rather than just go the fourth-line left winger and, and you know sit him out and put the other guy in the 12 and 13 forwards. They finally made some adjustments that way. Uh, the status quo wasn't working. I thought it was a good kick in the ass for some guys. Uh, on a demotion, it was a, a great promotion for others, uh, and, and it worked out well. They played the game with a lot more fire. Uh, I love the second period, didn't like the third so much, but I thought the Panthers came in here hungry and did a lot to frustrate the Caps in the first and the third, but the Caps did battle back, and I like to see that the captain was angry at the start of the second period tonight. It's hard to believe in a season that they've lost the game 6 nothing that you would say this, but I, I thought that that final 12 minutes of the first period was probably the worst stretch that they've had so far this season. It was just uncharacteristic. You know, We were building packages in the truck, and just seeing all the sort of the, the, the goals that they scored in the first period were all in tight. I hope he was sort of scrambling. It looked like everybody was out of position. That that was strange to see. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think you're happy with the point, I guess. But uh, at the end of the year, you're happy with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, this, when you make the playoffs, walking, you make the playoffs, when you make the playoffs, sure. that, the, these are points. But in, in the interim, it's kind of a good kick in the ass before they go on a road trip that they got to have their A game ready to start the game. And they can't just depend on the top-line talent. You need to have the other guys going. The other guys got it going tonight. You keep saying, though, that this team that did make a deeper run isn't game-shape ready yet because they had such an abbreviated summer. We've seen teams do this before. Pittsburgh did it just before the Caps did. We had Larry Murphy join us in the second intermission. He did it twice in the 90s. Did it with Pittsburgh, did it with Detroit. It's been done before. It's hard. So how does a team chasing... Uh, game shape get there? Well, in the salary cap era, uh, pre-salary cap era, it was a lot easier to repeat because some teams had $120 million of cash on their team and the other teams had about 12. Uh, in this era where everyone's paid almost the same, uh, the biggest thing for the Capitals is that they've got to continue to work hard, they've got to rest, they've got to remain their focus, but I, I don't think 
you, you can't let anyone get fat and happy. Every, everyone's got to get back to when they're angry last year. They were, they were angry at times when you're not playing well. The leaders need to be angry. The other players have to feel it. And you've got to get the most out of everyone, top to bottom. Well, they got the most out of two guys tonight that really needed that kick in the ass because they hadn't been producing so far this season. And both guys had their best games of the season. Jacob Vrana. This is three on three for Washington, breezing in. Score! Jacob Vrana makes it a one-goal game. Who gets demoted in a line jumble down to the third line with Lars Eller and Brett Connolly. Really, all three of those guys needed a bit of a kick in the ass. I thought Brett Connolly has had better chances than the other two guys, giving a little snake bit. Rano is flying to start the second period. Great assist on the Connolly goal, great goal. Let's go! Connolly! And Eller looked like the Lars Eller from the playoffs. Well, I'm going to go against the grain because I've been saying it, is I don't think uh, Varane has been getting to the net enough. He hasn't been, you know, he's been getting nice shots, but there, there's just been something missing. I like the fact tonight that he just got going. He, he, there was no overthinking in his game. Uh, I like when Connolly gets closer to the net. That's where all of his goals are scored within two stick lengths of the net for the most part. He he got there. Eller had been forcing plays tonight. He was making the right plays. He he wanted the puck. He was a difference maker. So those three guys, I I think I may leave that line. I I don't know where Burakovsky, how much ice time. I haven't checked that yet. What he, he had, had eight minutes and, and seven seconds according and, to Ed Frankovic. Yeah, and then in the third period. Uh, I can't remember seeing him on the ice, but he, he's desperately got to get it going. I love Devontae Smith-Pelly added another gear in his game when he got promoted up to the top line. But the biggest thing with Verona, he's got to move those legs and get closer to the net. He's got to want pucks. He can't just wait for, for Nick and TJ to you know do things and dish him pretty passes. He's got to create opportunities for himself, and I, I thought he did more of that playing with Eller and Connolly. He was super engaged tonight, and... I think we had, we caught a great shot. Uh, he had a horrible turnover in his own zone, and hope he bailed him out because uh, they Florida got a scoring chance, and they had a shot at him on the bench. And you could see how pissed he was. And he, he seemed fired up tonight. There seemed I, I think there was something else. I think it was Rob Carlin's pregame interview <laughs> with him. That's just my own thought, but uh, he seemed to sort of. He sounded like Kevin Santos. I do not. By the way, Ben Raby is fired up. <laughs> I've never seen him do his thing. He's ready to go. He's doing his uh, post game here, and he's he's fired up. Ben's voice carries. Ben Raby is a loud guy. It's always like dueling because we're always recording our podcast as Ben is finishing up his Caps radio. Now he's just eyeing us. Now he's waving to us. He's on. That's, he's on a sugar high right now. That's Ben, uh, who finally figured out how to download the My Teams app, which is a great new app that we have. Each you you have. <laughs> You have used it, you say, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yes, has. of course yeah. you've used it. Streamed the game tonight while you were working on your radio responsibilities. Live updates while I'm here. Yes, good. Thank you very much. It's a great new app. Download it now. My teams, each team, the Caps, the Wizards, Redskins, the Nats even, they have their own section. We live stream the pregame, the postgame, the games. It's an awesome new app, so go download that. I think we worked that in organically like the managers wanted us to. I think that went into the flow. But Vrana is the classic example, Alan, of a, of a young guy who, because even though other people were saying that he was playing well, and you say he wasn't getting the net enough, fair, um, but he's a young guy who when 
he gets production, when he gets a goal, when he gets an assist, you can see the game elevate. You literally see it happen, and you could tell that was happening in the second period. It, it certainly was, but you want him to get past the point where points and shots on net are the things that motivate him to get him going. You want him so to have the fire. So tonight was game 101. When, when does something like that finally click? I, For I, a guy like that. This well, isn't over your backstrom. But see, a four-year pro, a five-year pro right now, it's got to be here now. Okay. It's got to be – got to be hungry every game. You've got to go into every game – you have to have to have the confidence that you're getting a jersey, but you have to play and own that jersey. You can't wait for things to happen. You got to make them happen. So you get can't get comfortable. I, I think for him tonight, when he was demoted, w whether Todd's going to say it or not, he's just going to say, "Well, I wanted to make a change." But the players view it as a demotion when you go down a line because you're not getting the same reps. But he really went hard once he was on that line. I think everyone knew they needed a kick in the ass from the coaching staff. Regardless, I don't know what was said, but the lines were changed. But I think every player came out with fire in that second period. Greg Christian on Twitter always gets involved. Uh, said, I would have made Vrana my third shooter in the shootout. Any thoughts? Ovi had a chance to end it. Ovi's not a great shootout guy. Hey, you know, I, I, I disagree with anyone that says he sh you, know, you should put other people in the shootout. But he has scored some big goals the last few years in the shootouts. I'm sure Ben Raby would tell us how many. But you look at it's the greatest goal scorer in the game right now. Why to, to tell me that he shouldn't go in a shootout is a bunch of BS because he scored a lot of big goals for this team. Uh, I know that sometimes the coaches overthink these things and they put different players in. I'm, I'm sure our buddy Al Koken wanted Backstrom in that spot. And then you go to Ovechkin. Maybe. I'm not sure. But he's still the best goal scorer in the oh game, boy, so I think go. no matter what. What do you got there, Raby? He's uh, 31 for 100 entering play tonight, Ovechkin. That's 31%. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what else did you want to know, Verona? Verona, I guess, would be the other. His next shootout attempt will be his first. Backstrom. How about Backstrom? Hold on. This is great, great radio. Uh, Podcast, different than radio. Backstrom entering play this evening, 21 of 62, 34%. So he's 3% better than Obi. Wow. Three so, percentage points. Yeah. So you look at it. So that, Thank dis you, ben. that dispels that myth and take a hike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I still want the greatest goal scorer in the game, shooting and, and taking his chances. On no planet, <laughs> with a guy with over 600 goals and however many games, compared to Mr. 101 and those shootout attempts. I mean, I, I, you know, you maybe want to see what the kid can do, I guess, from time to time where the game is on the line. No. Yeah. No one's going to come. I, there's no way you complain with Ovi doing it. All right, the defensive side of things. I mean, because that first period, like Ryan said, was scrambly. You feel bad for Holtby because I don't know how many goals, and I even texted Billy during the show, and I was like, see if we could find how many goals Holtby's given up that have banged off of two or three different things along the way. The first goal by Trocek, who, by the way, is a real pain in the ass on the ice. That's a good player. But his goal hit off Eller, I think, twice. And it was just like they were chasing for certainly the last 12 minutes of the show that period. We've got two things to address. Trocek is one. Braden Holtby is the next. The, the, the way he was hung out to dry tonight, the, his players, not just the defensemen, all five players on the ice weren't getting down low. They were soft. They were puck watching. They weren't taking their man. They weren't fronting pucks. That's an issue that has to be fixed because we've seen that all season long. And I think that goes into the, with the conditioning of blocking shots, of fighting in front of the net. That's not being done enough right now. 
The second part, Vinny Trocek, when you're the shortest guy on the ice on your team, he and Malgin, the two smallest guys on the Panthers, they're the most noticeable players because I believe, I'm very biased about this, when you're vertically challenged as an NHL player, you better be the most damn noticeable player on the ice for your team every single time you're out there. And he does a, he's a great example of a guy that's earning everything that comes his way because he goes and goes and goes. He's got that energy, eyes are bunny type of mentality, and I love it. Yeah, Uberdo obviously had the shootout winner, and he had the goal to put him up 5-4 and the 5-on-3. And, you know, Dadnoff and Barkoff have this, you know, great skill with the puck, but Trocek is just one of those players. Like you said, you, you just can't stop taking your eyes, you know, you can't take your eyes off him because – He's doing something out there all the time. That's that's a and he's a high skill player. That's what I love about it. He's not just a, a plug. He's a guy that he's got the passing, the the stick handling, the the shooting ability. But he goes. I, I love how hard he works. And the Florida Panthers are lucky to have that guy. It was a great draft pick. So the Caps gave Florida, who came into this game one for fifteen on the power play, they gave them seven power plays tonight. A couple of questions. They calls. gave her the horrible referee yes. Rooney gave them. Horrible. The 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 penalty on Kuzi, I, I I just I don't know what he said, but I was stunned at that moment of the game that he would call a penalty like that on Kuzi. Yeah, can I ask you in baseball there's the magic word, right? You say the magic word, you're out. Does that exist in hockey? Like what could he have possibly said that they thought he Hopefully it was just drop the f and puck and I, I think the guy overreacted. When the line, the linesmen are getting involved, I get when they help out on the high sticks, but that that's garbage. Drop the damn puck because, you know what, the, the guy sends a fake in there and then he throws the home team player out who's allowed to have in that situation put a stick down last. I don't get it. So he they were frustrating the players. All, the referees were too much of an impact on this game, I felt. Not just the head referees, uh, the officials, but the, the linesmen as well. And it, it pisses players off. I mean, you watch more hockey than anyone I know. I mean, how many times have you seen that? Uh, on a, I haven't seen that in the last year. You know, I, I saw the face-off call, the dud last year that they were calling at the start of the season, but not in situations like that. And the referees, they've got to take it when, when they're not doing their job, but they've got to be held accountable as well. And that's one of the biggest problems the NHL has is the referees are not held to the same standard as the players. So what's your biggest concern now? Because this is, again, a team that has just been on this up and down roller coaster well, of the season. I, I, the, the, the happy, fuzzy, touchy, feely type of hockey that we're seeing right now, uh, it can't go on. And they can't be – players can't be saying, well, everything's good and we've got to focus on the positive. No, you got to get your ass in gear and get this thing going. And, and you're paid a lot of money. I don't care that one – I do care that you won the Stanley Cup last year because it was amazing, <laughs> but – it doesn't matter. This is a new season. Now you got to get it going. You didn't make the playoffs last year. If you're a team, it doesn't matter. If you win the cup, it doesn't matter. You've got to bring your A game every night. We're not seeing enough A game from enough players every single game. Kuzi didn't have his best game. Kuzi's been, as you said, that was every his, night. That, that was his not. That was his worst game of the season. Right. Uh, he tried to do too much. Panthers took the middle of the ice. A lot of long sticks out there. Poke checked the hell out of him and uh, had him looping back and, and throwing passes that he shouldn't be throwing. Uh, he had a tough one, and the good, the good news about that is hopefully he takes it personally and, and makes the Vancouver Canucks pay for it and then goes in and shows up, tries to show up Connor McDavid again. I have an A game for you. Besides me, oh, I thought I had a good, good night tonight. 
Phoenix Copley was awesome. You're delusional, and Copley was good. So you're one out of two. You're 50, betting 50. Did, 50 50 right I, now. You're betting 500. So way to two, go. Thanks. His two right, uh, right toe saves. I mean, that was, he was really, really Big good. Toe? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to ask him after the game, but uh, that was, I think that was great for him. I, I think it sucked that he couldn't get it. He was you know, that close to his first win in the NHL. And, didn't happen for him, but I thought that was great. For well, his unfortunately, he think. takes the loss on this, but he 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 did battle hard in there. He he gave his team some life, and it gives Braden hope hope some confidence. I'm not sure where he's going to play in this road trip or over the next week or so, but you know he he needed something to build some confidence. Even though I thought he was excellent in that game against New Jersey, I liked what he did tonight. I thought he battled hard, and his team has to believe in him. They got to say. We owe this guy something. We got to get him a win. Right, it, that's got to help confidence-wise because even though we think he played fairly well against New Jersey, he lost six nothing. So that just kind of hangs on him while he waits for another opportunity. This game coming in after a first period where it's four-one and you know this team looked punch drunk at that point. I think he's got to come away feeling like, okay, I showed them that they can trust me in a moment to keep them in a the game, and I think that will help him in the well, long they, term, they've right? got They've got to like what they've seen, the, his teammates. They, they know they stunk in New Jersey. He battled his ass off tonight, and they're going to own one, and they're going to have a talk about that before the next time he plays. They're going to give him an A-plus effort. They're going to go out there and give him the best first period, the best second period, and the best third period they can because they want him to get a win. He earned his spot on this team. It wasn't given to him. He was excellent in preseason. Uh, he had a couple games where there, no one was doing a damn thing in front of him, and he came up big on a lot of point-blank opportunities. So I always like to ask you, because you've been through all these different situations, and you were a guy who was a leader in a lot of locker rooms as far as talking to guys. Like You could get the attention of your teammates. In a situation like that, where a backup goalie who you don't know really well, you're not, you don't know that you can trust, is it something that you, got, that you would walk around and say, hey, we owe that. We Absolutely. Owe that There's guys in that room that'll be doing it. It'll be TJ, it'll be Ovi. Guys are going to make Do you their... tell the goalie, or is that something you talk <clears> about amongst? No, the goalie's the last guy to know. A lot okay. of times, you know, when it, you take a young goalie like that, in a warm-up, when you normally could snipe a shot on, on a guy, you shoot it at his pads and build his confidence up, and you go, guys will just go, man, you're on tonight. They don't know that everyone's shooting at the pads, and you're hoping that the sh doesn't go in when you're shooting directly at his pads, but you're doing everything you can to get that guy in the right frame of mind. But when you're doing that, you're also saying, I got to do more. We have to do more. So now you go to Western Canada starting. We'll take this one at a time. Starting Vancouver on Monday night. Uh, sucks that Jay Beagle won't play in that game because he's hurt. And it kind of sucks that it doesn't look like Elias Pettersson's going to play either because that kid was dazzling in the first few games. I know Brock Besser is still there, but kind of the two guys I wanted to see most doesn't look like they're going to see them. Uh, the thing I want to see most of the Caps get a victory there. And last year, I remember Chandler Stevenson got called up, scored a goal, bad angle shot. Uh, they lost, but then they went in Edmonton. But you want to start this road trip off good. You want to make sure you want to maximize your points. Vancouver, uh, you know, they're fooling a lot of people right now. I don't think they're legitimate. Uh, but you've got to go in there and play very well, regardless of Jay Beagle or Pedersen. You've got to go in there and work your, bank, your ass off. So then they go to Edmonton, and this is going to be the high on Thursday night for you because as much as you love going home and as much as we want to see Connor McDavid, as much as we want to see Kuzi up against Connor McDavid, I know, Alan, for you it, it's a little personal because not only do you get to go home and see the family, you also get to bring the ring home to your dad. And we were here the night you got it, and your dad called and, 
you had a great moment, but give me an idea what you anticipate when he sees that thing. My dad's a very tearful guy now at his, at his age. He's almost 80 years old, so it, it'll. we saw a lot of Stanley Cups with the Oilers growing up, and I, I was part of one. But this will be special because it has the family name on it. So it'll be a big moment to put it on his finger, and I can't wait to do that. And then they finish in Calgary on a Saturday, weird time. After- I guess 4 o'clock our time, so it's 1 o'clock out there. But this is – and then a Montreal game. So four straight games north of the border. It's a pretty big trip as this team tries to Vancouver's find Vancouver's legit. Connor McDavid's flying. He's got Leon Dreisaitl going now. You've got to win in Vancouver. Then Kuzi's got to put on a show against McDavid in Edmonton. And then in Calgary, they've got to make sure they get it together. They're, they're kind of hit and miss in Calgary, but overall, they usually win in Calgary. Uh, but last game of the road trip, they've got to come out there firing and then lock it down. So Allen's going on the trip. Does that mean Johnny's in for the week for uh, Western well, it Canada? It certainly means that we are not going on the trip. <laughs> that is most definite. Brent Johnson will join us and replace Allen for the next three nights. Four nights. Are you going to Montreal? You go to Montreal, too? So Allen goes four. to Montreal. So four yep. straight games. Of Brent Johnson. All right, we're looking forward to that. Which he I'm also, happy about, so yeah. don't make it sound like... No, know, no, I'm very happy good. about that. I love Johnny. All right, so, Alan, have fun out there. Enjoy time at, back at home. And we will be back with another Capitals Talk podcast immediately after the game on Monday night around 2.30 or so. We'll record that one. That should be fun. Uh, and, again, as always, a reminder, please... Download, subscribe, write a review, leave a rating. All those things help get the word out and more uh, more clicks on the Capitals Talk podcast. So for Billy, Alan, I'm Rob. We'll see you then. Loose puck here. Smith-Pelly Rob. Rebound. Score! Devontae Smith-Pelly ties it at four.